Hey, welcome everybody to podcast number 69 from 5Pin Universe. I'm your host, Kerry Kreitz. Uh, we will be doing those giveaways later in the podcast, so hopefully you stick around, chat with us, and uh, you maybe get some free merch from All-Star Bowling Sales, who's our sponsor for this episode. So we have the regulars on here, the Wiseman Twins, Tim and Dexter and Adam Weber. Uh, 69 straight episodes. Can't believe we're still doing this crap. Uh, <laughs> we have a couple of guests joining us from uh, the East. Uh, they've been on this before, and we're here to catch up with them and see how far the podcast has grown. And thanks for very much for everybody being here with us every week. And, uh, yeah, it's been a heck of a roller coaster. Hopefully it doesn't end anytime soon. Mr. Jeff Young and Mitch Davies. Hey, guys. Hello, guys. The Hot Topics. Welcome, boys. Thanks for having us. Appreciate yeah. it. Great to be on, guys. Yeah. How's it going? So, it's living the dream here, Tim. You know, it's still stuck in stage two over here on Southern Ontario. We're just happy to be alive, you know. <laughs> uh, actually let's use that as our first topic uh your bowling alleys are opening up and you guys are uh is it mandatory masks you want to start it jeffy yeah so i guess it depends on um what area because we have some hot spots in ontario specifically toronto so a little bit farther behind i believe than than uh other areas of the province but i do know it's like mask is mandatory um I have heard that uh, there is an exemption for um, uh, competing in a sport or something strenuous, and uh, I don't know how that's going to go. I know our our league uh, at Victoria in Kitchener, uh, we start back up from last week for the last four weeks. We start August 10th. Um, I know Mitch is in a different situation, so I'll let him kind of catch up on that. Yeah, so obviously – I've heard that masks are mandatory. Well, Hamilton just in, uh, it's municipal rule. It's not a provincial rule. It's a municipal rule. So um, I don't even know if Waterloo has the municipal rule. I mean, Jeff could, uh, you know, tell me about that. But Hamilton for sure has the municipal rule on uh, on July 20th. Is a, It's mandated across. So if you walk into a supermarket, got to wear a mask. You walk into wherever, it doesn't matter. So yeah. Yeah. what I'm wondering, like, obviously we've heard the mandates about do you have to wear a mask while you're bowling? Like I, I would believe it not, but at the same time I could see it being that it is a physical sport. So you are walking, you're doing an activity, right? So I, I don't understand how they're going to be able to say that, but that, 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 that's the way it is right now. Um, you know, like there's obviously some, some things across the board that we're not totally sure on. Like, and maybe you guys can uh, fill me in, but like social distancing is obviously still everywhere, but um, for bowling wise, so Tim, Dex, like maybe you guys have gone on this before. As far as league stuff goes, are you guys going to have like every other lane? Because that's what they're talking about for Bull Canada sent out like an email, I guess, to like a whole bunch of proprietors, yeah. right? So we, we, we've been sitting down talking with our executives, right? So right now we have uh, in Alberta, it's cohorts of 50, right? Yeah, so, I heard that. Right. So we have cohorts of 50. Uh, now I, we have sort of have an in with our – 
we have an idea that we might be opening up more maybe before leaks, maybe to 100 or whatnot. We, that's not guaranteed. Depends on how everything works out, let's say, right? But yeah. Um, so if you're in that cohort of 50, you do not need to have social distancing of your six feet. Oh. Okay. So in that cohort of 50, you can go and you can – you can bowl within that group. So it, you can alternate lanes. You can be around the same group of 50, no problem. But, um, <laughs> but, 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 but if you have a group of 80, like say we have a full 16-lane league of five-player teams, then we got an issue, right? So now, now we're talking about maybe having split shifts, right, and maybe having social distancing that way. And now when you have that – if you have a shift, say, at 6 or at 8, mm-hmm. then, all, then all of a sudden you're looking at, okay, those that shift at 6 or that shift at 8, you can't split. Uh, you can't split. You can't uh, mix those groups up together the following week. Those cohorts will be the yeah. same until until that either the groups uh, are able to be merged together uh, or they're large enough to be merged together or then they're able to be a vaccination or whatnot, right? So, um you're going to have to look around that kind of stuff. Right. So, but if the cohorts are allowed to be like, so we, we play ball on Mondays and our cohort 50. So we have four 12 player teams and we're allowed to tag each other. We're allowed to do all that kind of stuff. Right. So okay. we're allowed, we're allowed to do all that kind of stuff. So that's where if you're talking about heritage traditional, that's where they get the 40. Yeah. From, right. So that's where they get the 40 from. So you're allowed to be in that cohort of that group. Right. So, um, Masks are not mandatory in Alberta. Uh, Kenny said that straight out on on I think Monday was it? He, he straight out he said that. But um, I know down in Calgary, um, their mayor mentioned that uh, he's looking to maybe make it mandatory, and that's a municipal thing, right? Yeah. Up in up in Edmonton, and I know in Red Deer they haven't talked about that at all. So um, it, it it all depends on that aspect now. If uh, if they if they decide to uh, if uh, somebody wants to wear a mask, then that's up to them, right? That's completely up to them and how they want to deal with that. So that's up to them on that aspect. Yeah, I was just wondering about the cohort part because we don't have that here. The way that they're rolling oh, out the street at all, like it's it's basically like you show up to bowling and you have to social distance and you have to go one like opposite lanes or you have to do uh, shifts or whatever the case may be. So I mean, like. I mean, we can get right into it if you guys want, like, the reasons why, like, I started the leagues and I'm starting the leagues in January. If that's, you know, if you guys that's want to talk about that, we can get to that. Yeah. Um, so I discussed, so the one, the one league is at Waterdown, right? We have 34 players, 17 teams of two, uh, plus there's only two workers. So we're, we were within the, with, within the 50-person guidelines. But we didn't have enough lanes to social distance properly to have the whole center, the whole league in, right? So I would have had to done shifts. Now, obviously, master mandatory. There's been a lot of talk. I've had a multitude of, of conversations with people, um, including the, our executive in that league is small. It's only three people. Uh, it's me, uh, Jacob, and uh, Cassie. But it, it, uh, small brief discussions with people is that a lot of people were not coming back this year. Due to restrictions, hindrance, guidance, guide, guidelines due to like you know COVID and and whatever and and, and um, so I made that decision on that league essentially to shut it down until January because I do think 
that if people weren't going to come back in September, they wouldn't come back for the whole year. And and it was it, it, it's a thought process. It's a it's a reach for sure. Um, but if we could maybe go and extend it to January, I do believe we have a chance to keep these people back in the game. If if we go to September and I make them make a choice right away, um, they're not coming. Like they're not. That that was the that was the brutal truth of it. And I was I, I was scared to make the choice and to begin with. I talked to Jeffy about it just on Saturday. Yeah. And uh, you know I, I felt I felt terrible, man. Like you know I'm I'm directly impacting on someone's business. The only thing that didn't um, that did not hinder it the decision that much in that league was that it's owned by a plaza and the plaza is owned by Rabba Foods and Rabba Foods is like huge, huge, right? So like, they're not going anywhere. That one's fine. The other league, same, same sort of consequences were going to come from the players as Thursday nights at mountain. Now mountains owned by an individual person. It's owned by one person that owns 16 lanes. Uh, he owns, I think like 25% of the property, uh, but he owns majority of the business and you know, his business is primarily based on league bowling. Like he, I, I've told you guys about mountain before where, you know, he's got double shifts of seniors. He's got, uh, he had double shifts of leagues at some nights um, through the week. When, when Sherwood closed 48 lanes of uh, leagues came over. Well, not all of them obviously, but a majority came over and he filled the whole center. He took Saturday afternoon leagues, Sunday night leagues, Sunday afternoon leagues. Like he even had a Saturday night league. Like he just took them all, and then that was it, right? Like he had a lot of public bowling during the Saturday day, but like that was it, that was it. And um, so he, uh, I, I notified him, and I haven't heard back from him. I mean, I notified him what two days ago, I guess it would be, uh, of the decision, and uh, no, I haven't heard back. So I mean, obviously he's going to be a little upset, and I, I hope, you know, I hope. Obviously, we can get past it. I, I didn't mean it to be, you know, wrong wrongdoing towards his business. I don't want this guy to lose his business. I want to be able to have somewhere to go bowl when it's all done, and I totally understand it. It's just like if I bring that league back, it's 36 players we had in that league for an eight-lean league, but we had nine teams, so every week some of the team would be on a buy. Um, so every week we had 32 people coming in. We were looking like we are going to be down to like 16 probably. So I was like, if I don't shut it down – we, we might not get them back. And if we have a 16-player league, that atmosphere just gets destroyed too, right? People start to see that, and they're like, well, people aren't playing anymore, so I'm not going to play anymore. And I'm like, oh, I, I just think this might be the better option. <laughs> well, and, yeah, uh, yeah. That, that math works out anyways, right? You play you play half a season with 32 people rather than a whole season with 16. It's the, it's the same equivalent, except now, now the center is open in that time period. Maybe they can get some open play in there during well, that league. This is another thing too. He's, so he's an eight up, eight down, and he has a 35 something like a 35 or to 40 person league downstairs. So we couldn't, and our rules are not 50 per floor. It's 50 per building. Like it doesn't matter if you own a movie theater, they're saying you can only have 50 in it. So yeah. it's, it's crazy. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, maybe he can move his late, like, you know, he can move his leagues upstairs and downstairs and have one full league. And you know what? If I would hate to see it, I hope we can come back in January and I hope things are better and we can, you know, have less guidelines and less restrictions. And I hope things are okay. I really do. Yeah. Um, yeah. If he tells me no, Mitch, they're not back and he's got to keep these lanes the way they are. I mean, it is what it is. We made that decision. We, we dug our grave and we're going to live in it, right, on uh, July the 15th or 14th or whatever it is. 
So that, that might be the case. And I hope not because I still want to be able to play, but I just, I just hope it's not. That's all. Especially what you say. You, you guys are in such a different, uh, you guys are in such a different um, dynamic than we are out here, right? I mean, uh, you guys have your population density, your your COVID counts, and everything else is oh, yeah. it's huge compared to what we have out here. Um, so, I mean, we're we're fortunate. Um, I know I know our our premier out here. He wants us to uh, to open up and have the economy going, and and, and and that's what he wants, right? So. Um, he has two different trains of thought, right? And Ford, Ford's pretty cautious on your end, right? So oh, he's absolutely cautious. And you know what, Tim? I, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't blame him in a way either. I mean, I, I'm kind of in the middle ground. I, I don't know where, to, I don't know where to like. I, as a business owner, I we we see that other side where we want to open up, but it, dude, yeah, there has to be. A, I don't know. I don't know what the best option is, but I, I see both sides, right? So I, anyway, Tim. I, I, yeah. I'm all about the economy, man. I can yeah. care less about this fucking virus. I really don't care. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> I I personally don't care. Like, you know, and I understand it's a real thing. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, it's the government trans, you know, conspiracy. Like, no, it's a real thing. But at the end of the day, I, 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 people have to make money and, and, and this yeah. country has yeah, to survive, sure. right? Like, it, it's going to, it's one way or another. I, um, yeah. I, I don't know how you're, I don't know how you're seeing all this stuff because you're not on Facebook. Right. So I don't know how you've seen all these updates and stuff like this. I see, I see your Snapchat updates and you're doing pretty well with your rentals in your backyard. So you're making pretty dope money right now. Considering. Well, I'm making pretty dope money. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what bulls sell on $12 sandwiches, but I'm doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Felicia's going to be a bitch at TPC this year. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I mean, if you guys want to know, Facebook, I, I, you know, I'll tell you a brief story about how, uh, how it went down. Um, so obviously March, March happened and COVID and whatever. And all I could see was everybody posting a bunch of stuff about, you know, stay home, stay home, stay home. Like it was their fucking job or something. And I was like, you know what? I'm done here. I'm done with this. Yeah. So I left and then I came back for two days, two days just to post that thing in the leagues to let the leagues know, like, this is how it's going to happen, guys. Like, I hope your eyes are all safe. You know, everybody's okay, whatever. And I turn it on and I see someone complaining about light bulbs on another house. And I said, yeah, enough of this shit. And then I was like, yeah, uh, I see, I see, uh, what did I see? Oh, someone complaining about uh, not wearing masks in a business or something like that. I'm like, you guys have nothing better to do? Like, go, you know, I figure it out. And you know what? I won't, I won't sit here and say that I'm no better because I've done things many a times where I complained on Facebook multiple times, okay? I'm not going to say that I'm any better. But it was just it was just pretty friggin' bad, and I just I just didn't want to take it anymore. That's all. But you know I'm happy to be back with you guys. You know, and uh, I talk <laughs> I talk to you know I talk to some of you guys you know pretty frequently. Tim, I talk to yeah. you all the time. You know, and I, I'm glad to see you guys are all right. You know, I, I I hope you know we can come back to Heritage, and I hope we can all have a beer together. And uh, you know, I, I just want to enjoy like a nice weekend. You know, and I, I was actually this close. I talked to uh, I talked to Bobby Kite yesterday. Bobby Kite calls me and I speak. He's like, uh, "Do you have anywhere you're staying for Red Deer?" And I was like, "You know what, Bobby? Like, I'm like this close to not not going." And it had nothing to do with like, I don't know. I like it had nothing to do with virus. That's 100. percent It was just I had nothing to. I don't know. Like I haven't played in so long. I haven't played since March, you know. And I don't want to go in super cold, so I'm gonna go play this weekend now. And like he talked me into it, and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm just." 
going to be happy to see people and relax and have a beer and chill and you know that 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 to me is the most important thing social aspect of the game yeah absolutely competition you know i always like losing my money to adam somehow but you know i uh <laughs> i i just i just want to feel normal again you know yeah for sure the one the one thing that i'll say too like kind of echoing a few things that mitch has been talking about is like my biggest fear for the situation where bowling is 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 that mainly that people are going to realize there are going to be people out there they're going to realize they don't miss bowling as much as they thought they were going to, and um, and I do think the sport's going to hurt. But kind of going along with what Mitch has been saying about starting in January, in September they're going to come up with an excuse, probably a valid one, but an excuse why they can't bowl, and then they're going to say, "Well, what's the sense? I'm not going to bowl the whole year." But this way, at least he has a chance to get these people. Hopefully, everything kind of you know progresses and we're in a better situation come January and those people aren't going to have those concerns or excuses of why they, they aren't going to bowl a league and he might get them back. But if you go to September, you know, they're just going to write the whole year off and then they're going to, they're going to find something else to do. Um, mm -hmm. Just look at, I mean, just look at the way um, the summer's going for things. I mean, we, we can't play ball. We're not fortunate like you guys are to be able to play ball everybody's golfing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like most courses is like, it's like a four day wait just to get a, get a tee time. Cause you can't do anything else. Right. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, I just, I think stuff, uh, sports are going to shift if, if, uh, if we don't, uh, you know, really plan carefully on the next six months to a year on that kind of like landscape of where bowling is going to be. It's uh, it's sort of interesting too. Cause like, We've actually seen a fair amount of, like, relative enthusiasm to come back bowling. Um, we've had some seniors come in just to hang out and say hi. And we've had some bowlers come in that are like, hey, like, we haven't been bowling in a really long time. We just want to throw some balls. And they weren't even, like, they're not even diehard bowlers. They're just, you know, before we, we were talking before this started, like, Thursday 9 o'clock bowlers just, you know, came in today because, like, man, we've just been itching to bowl and, and whatnot. And, um so there, there has been a bit of a relative enthusiasm, considering at this point is kind of like the normal off season, right? You've had your your four months off, and and now they're kind of sort of itching to get going, unless you're Adam or Carrie. Neither, yeah. <laughs> neither I, I, of them have shown much enthusiasm. I, I haven't thrown a ball either, right? But yeah. I really uh, do think, though. I really do think that in the West. You guys are going to be fine, and I really do. I, I, I said it to me yesterday, and I really do think that in the West, you guys are going to be perfectly fine. If anything, you if you lose, if you guys can survive, you'll lose. You might lose a center or two. Like there's no doubt. Like whatever. I mean, it, it is what it is. But I'm saying, if you guys can survive, you're going to be more money in you know a couple years than you ever had. Do you know what, Mitch? You're right. I I uh, I was looking at it today. Like I I think our our leagues and stuff and our and our involvement is going to be. I think we're going to be <coughs> Oh sorry I might get a covid but oh, I I, uh, oh. I I I feel like I feel like we're we're going to be okay like uh we're talking about our match play league and and I I already have like 18 people on the wait list already for for Sundays yeah, like, and it's just crazy to think that like uh people are already already thinking about it right and uh <laughs> Yeah up, okay John. Yeah. Hey, John, they said you're not allowed on the flight, so that's perfect. Um, <laughs> but but uh, I, we're, I think we're going to be fine. Like, uh, and it's crazy. Like, I, I threw that COVID singles thing out there because people were just, oh, let's just do that. And I have yeah. over 130 entries already, right? So, 
Um, I, I think Alberta is going to be fine. It's just finding the right niche or the right people to be interested in it. And uh, it, they're going to lose some people, but we, we got some people interested in YBC or we already got phone calls for some leagues and stuff in already interested. I, I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested because like hockey, like I'm, how other sports are going to be in there, right? Because basketball might be, have issues, right? You know, like some other sports might have issues, right? Hockey's going to have some issues, ringette and those other ones. And I think that's really going to, if, if we can get in and bowling show it's a safe sport, right? If you can really mm-hmm. somehow figure that out, you might be able, this might be bowling's out here. At least I feel we can maybe make that something worth our while, right? But at, uh, least, at least for yeah. one season too, we might actually get some of the snowbirds back too. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are like quit yeah. to go like live down south in the summer or in yeah. the winter and um, none of them are going to be able to go, right? So... <laughs> <laughs> Agreed, Ryan. Yeah. Um, let's be honest, too. Like, you're talking about snowbirds. Like, what's the likelihood of the border opening in the too? I, I, my personal hope is not a lot. I, I <laughs> hope, I hope they keep it closed till Christmas. Me, uh, like, at least. Sorry, the, yeah, that was, yeah. I mean, I love my American friends, but oh man, I, yeah. I'm grateful for where we are right now. No, they're, they're that's staying close. And Timmy, the thing is, all you can test to it, like look at look at the heritage. We've got. I, mm-hmm. I saw the uh, I asked Carrie there for the uh, sign up sheet, and mm-hmm. I looked at it, and somehow, some way, I don't make it on any like list. I don't I don't understand, but um, <laughs> I uh, I looked at it and I said, "Holy fuck, this thing's full!" Like uh, I said, so. Just show that. Just look at that. And that just yeah. shows how many dedicated players you guys have. We tried that here right now. You'd have like four people. And I, I don't even know if I'd be one of them, man. And, and, and that's the thing. It's because oh, fuck, this mask thing drives me insane. I swear to God. I just I, I don't feel comfortable. I don't want to do it. I will do it. I will walk into a store. I will wear it. I will have to. It's the way it is. Life sucks. But you know what? I, I prefer not to. That's all. Say in, in, in my region, you, you can't can't go in a Canadian tire grocery store. You have to wear a mask. Yeah. It's, they don't let you in otherwise. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I got, I got three more days, Jeff. Three I got three more days. <laughs> you're you're, you're, you're going to, you're going to stock up, aren't you, Mitch? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I just think like, yeah, that, that's a big thing for me, but hopefully, uh, you know, like just look at the Testament to your province and, and how many people want to show up to mm-hmm. support and play and whatever. So you guys are going to be totally fine. And I have no problem thinking that. Absolutely. I do think our side is going to um, have some issues. That's all. Yeah. I, and I, I, not to turn this into a negative podcast because I don't, I don't want it to be a negative podcast. I want this to be a positive thing. And uh, hopefully the way that we can make you know, decisions is um, very positive on, on the way we move forward. That's all. See, but you know, the crazy thing is like when you, when you do talk about like math in, in bowling centers, right? Or in like say recreational centers. Mm-hmm. How how can how can you wear a mask if you need to have a drink of water or a Gatorade oh, or or man. all that kind of stuff, right? I'm listening to it the other day, and they're like, "Yeah, you're right. going to have, into a restaurant. You want to eat a you know go? You got to eat. I'm like, what am I supposed to eat my like steak through my mask? Like, what the fuck? So now I gotta I can't be wearing anything. I don't you know <laughs> you know you gotta. What am I supposed to do? Right, take it right. off? Take it off? Eat? No, oh. you're supposed to. Be able to take it off the whole time or so. I don't. It's ridiculous. But but should you take off the mask? Doesn't it come null and void? I mean, like so so really like so when I went when I shared that post three weeks ago to Vegas, is like so you 
all seizures, all seizures, like entertainment facilities said that uh, as soon as you uh, you walk on their on their property, it doesn't matter if it's Vegas or anywhere else, you have to wear a mask. But mm-hmm. if you're drinking or eating, then you don't have to do. It. I was like, I guess I'm drinking the whole time because yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a great idea to me, right? So you got to get so, one of the beer hats. Challenge, challenge accepted. So the, the understanding is when you're drinking and eating, you're sitting at a table facing your cohort. <laughs> I know, but it's I've never heard of the word cohort before I watched this freaking podcast. This <laughs> we don't even talk about it. They just—they don't even say cohort in any any of our stuff. Lock it down. That's what they say. Uh, <laughs> well, you guys, you, you guys have Ford. Yeah. I don't think he's doing. I mean, he's doing what he's got to do, right? I mean, he's going to take a rap for sure, but he's yeah. doing okay. Yeah. He's he's got to be pretty cautious, and I mean, you know, it's understandable. Right. This is a pretty uh, um, it's a, it's a tricky time, so you know, he can't just make some. Uh, you know, we do know of a political leader that's been making some pretty bold statements, and and how that's working out. So, you know, he can't really follow those footsteps because I don't think it's going to, you know, uh, end well for us anyway, but. I mean, I, the way I look at it is you guys are kind of like the crystal ball for us because we're, we're so far behind you guys. Your steps are, you know, three and four steps ahead of us and, and how you guys come out. Like you guys are talking about how the league bowlers are coming back and, you know, and, and, and the response has been really good. I love the idea of the COVID tournament too. Uh, I think more bowling centers should really utilize that idea because it's a good way to get people into practice, but also, you know, Put a little money in your pocket, which you know proprietors are going to need to do right about now, and uh, and we don't know how that's going to go in Ontario until at best Friday, you know, because that's when it starts for us. I mean, you guys are, are quite a bit ahead of us, so you know we can kind of lean on you guys to see how things are going, and hopefully we, you know, we're in the same boat. I mean, we have some some areas that are lacking compared to others, but you know what I mean. But on a whole if you guys are coming out good and, you know, in a month or two, you know, we're going to be a month or two behind. Hopefully we're in the same spot, you know, well, hopefully yeah. I mean, there's, there's uh, hopefully light at the end of the tunnel anyway. It's still crazy to me after four months and there's still so many unknowns yeah. with all this. Yep. Even in, in Alberta where we have been, you know, we're pretty safe, I think, overall. But even once they did start the, the relaunches in the major cities, you know, some cases have spiked, of course. Um, almost still waiting to see if there's going to be, like, the big spike. But it, it seems to kind of held off from the big, big spike. So why, why not? The only yeah. spikes are in hospitals or HUD-right funerals. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, you're, but you're exactly right. Like, I mean, we, we had a big spike in uh, – at a, at a hospital here, we had a, a, some spikes in some of the seniors' homes, but other than that, I mean, we've we've had nothing dramatic. I mean, in Alberta as a whole, it's been I don't know about fifty cases a day, which in in, in the whole scope of things, when you've got what three million people in in Alberta, like that's 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 pretty decent, you know. Um, so it, it's moving along okay, and even even in the center. You know, every week it seems like we're starting to see more families come in. Um, so th- there's definitely some positivity there, but we haven't we haven't seen any spikes. And you're right, there isn't there there is a lot of unknown. But I mean, all the projections that they had were not even close. Like they created three projections: one like what they expected, which was high, and then they had a 
a mid-range one, and then they had one that, you know, actually happened, and it was dramatically lower than than anything else that they projected. So um, things have been going well here, and and hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully things turn around for you guys here quick. And when you guys open up, even when we opened up, it, it still didn't seem like it was a dramatic increase. So no, it took a while. Well, it's yeah. Funny. Jeff says, like, you know, they know Friday. Like, so he's in a different municipality than I am, right? He's in Cambridge, and I'm in I'm in Hamilton. We're not open this Friday. We're, we don't even know when we're open yet. Yeah. Like, Hamilton is still shut down, and so is Toronto, Windsor, Essex, like, a whole bunch of other places. So we could be open next Friday. We could be open the Friday after. I, I don't know. It's crazy. It is. Like, I can leave my house in a half hour. I'm at the front door. Like, we're only a half hour away from each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just so different. So, so how does that work? I mean, can you just drive to that, that area and be okay, or do they actually? Yeah. So it doesn't matter, yeah. really. No, they just they just they just go off the honor system of that you're not going to go there or something like that. Oh. That's it. Meanwhile, I got a haircut there like three weeks ago or something like that, so I don't care. But yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. black market barber—that's where it's at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, no. The only time I so I have taken up golf. I mean, I, I played 15 rounds in probably two weeks now. Um, I, uh, I broke a hundred three times now. That's pretty good. But I, uh, that's, that's, that's the only time I feel normal in normal yeah. life is like I go there. And even then when I get to the green, they got the, like the things in there or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. But that, that's it. That's the only time I feel normal is when I'm hanging, you know, I'm hanging out there and I, I go, you know, you drive wherever and you see, it's just, it just sucks. But anyways, you know, yeah. so, so Mitch, we had, we had, uh, Adam's 40th birthday, as you noticed that we had, a. Uh, um we we had it out there at the at the ranch golf and country club so adam i think one i don't know we uh we had a good time though uh uh if if we didn't if nobody noticed desher lost his five iron and passed at 5 30 in the afternoon so i had a nap more than adam so i i had a nap i lost my five iron yeah i i I didn't i didn't hit it very well off a tee and and I jokingly, it wasn't it wasn't a dramatic toss. It was it was a really casual toss. But it turns out that the tee box was like at the top the of this cliff, and straight down. It was rose bushes for like fifty feet. So that was that. She gone. So yeah. and and there was three tee shots on that exact same. Uh, tee. Yeah, there was there was a good reason why I needed to get rid of it. Well, yeah, it was a club. Yeah, it was a club. Yeah, and once again, Tim doesn't pay attention because Adam clearly did not win. Nope, no, yeah. I, I was fine, but I probably had twice the amount of beer that you did. So that's fair, but I also was driving. <laughs> a golf. <laughs> Actually, yeah. uh, so so Tim and Dex, I guess you guys can ask us this question: how how many people um how many people are practicing that much like for the for the event coming up for heritage like is there a fair bit like i do see evan on snap sometimes you know i see uh bobby had gone to calgary maybe you guys know yeah uh i mean Texas, um adam hasn't adam hasn't uh carrie hasn't i haven't i've been once dexter hasn't uh bradley's come in i know bradley's throwing some balls I have Dexter's thrown like six shifts in the COVID cup. <laughs> uh, Gary Goulash has. Uh, like people have come out though; they've been practicing. You know, like they're uh, they're prepping yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a couple other ones coming out this week, so they'll, they'll get Schultz there. Schultz is probably the one that's the warmest now. He's probably but, thrown five or six shifts too. But Schultz is not playing though, right? And and he yeah yeah and, he's and, not playing though yeah. No, he, his kids do that weekend, I think. So, 
no, I, I, yeah. I, that's, that's yeah. Right. yeah, but yeah, no, actually, a fair amount. I mean, I'm gonna say probably 15 to 20 people, anyways. And Len <laughs> came out once. This bald guy over here just keeps jerking uh, me like tomorrow. It's like 140, and he doesn't even know how to use a computer. But you know, actually, I don't even want to talk about my using a computer because before this podcast, it was terrible. But you know what? <laughs> that, that that guy over there barely has working running water in the city he lives in or town he lives in. Like Jesus Christ! You got a community bowling alley. Okay, might as well be ran next to a swimming pool. Like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think he shaves his head? It's for aerodynamics in the pool. Yeah, I, a couple of games, go in the pool, sit in the sauna. Yeah, that's what they do over there. So, yeah, Jeffy, I, Jeffy, we have a question for you. All right. So now that you have a newfound free time overload, are you going to be coming up to uh, any of these tournaments, hopefully when COVID <laughs> is over? Yeah, I mean, if everything goes well, um, I I think I'll be there for TPC. Um awesome. I haven't thrown a ball since March. <laughs> I have no desire to. Uh, I guess I'm going to have to shortly because, like I said, league's going to start back up in a couple of weeks. But, um, you know, that was kind of on my roadmap anyways to start, you know, trying to get in and, and playing some more uh, tournaments out west, which is more tournaments in general. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, not quite ready to do, like, the heritage. But, but um <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> cereal coupon. That's all I can say. That's ruthless. <laughs> uh, ruthless. <laughs> yeah, um, it's definitely in the landscape. Anyway, good, good. The, I just supporting uh, the proprietor of the year. That's all. That's all I was doing. Oh yeah. No, uh, obviously, seeing you at TPC, was it last year? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. like to see you out here more often, man. Yeah, I mean, the, the Wisemans can can attest, like, it's, it's tough when you're running a bowling center to, to get to truly get away. And, uh, you know, in in my situation, you know, wife and I owning a, a, a small-town bowling center where I have, like, two staff, and they work one day a week together, Um you know, you really can't get away a whole lot. And, and even when you do, you're not, you know, you're not in the right frame of mind. You're, you know, you, you, you kind of, I don't want to say you resent the game, but you really get burnt out. And, uh, um, you know, looking forward to uh, to having the free time and maybe not being burnt out so much. Sure. All that all that fishing has got to give you lots of energy. You're just sitting there drinking beer, I'm pretty sure. The one thing I've heard is that vitamin D is a great combatant for COVID, and I'm getting a lot of sun. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tell you, the, the one thing that's, like, given me enthusiasm and it's, like, you know, kind of got rid of that, that, uh, that getting burnt out, A, I guess, I mean, I had three months off of bowling, uh, which hasn't happened in a while, but... Uh, we had our meeting with, uh, you know, a couple of people this Friday um, that we're looking at the center for when we're uh, doing the tour finals there and, and some of the, some of the neat stuff that they have ideas coming in. So uh, the tour finals are going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be, it's going to be super neat. So um, that definitely uh, got me motivated. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I guess this is a good one for you, Mitch, since uh, if you do come out and play heritage and you play well and you qualify for the tour championship, that turnaround time for um, especially you being so far away from Alberta, is that uh, 
a major concern that you've been thinking about or are you just looking for just playing heritage and not worrying about the tour finals in three weeks directly after that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can make it or not. That's I'll worry about it then. I mean, I will worry about uh, like you guys know me like nine times out of 10, I'm going to try my hardest to be at any tournament. Right. So um, if I make it like, yeah, I'll, I'll probably be there, but I, I, I don't, I, I don't have it off. Let's just say that. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I have no idea how it's going to go um, work, you know, you know how it is. Right. But I, I, I really would like to be there. It's just going to be a tough one. That's, that's really like a best, best, best thing I can say is it's just going to be really tough to make it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try my best to be there. Absolutely. I'm only two, two out. I think I have 14, right. I, I haven't looked at it in a long time actually, but uh, I remember thinking like, yeah, I'm really close. I needed like a top four finish. I needed, I think I need a top four finish. Is the, Points gonna all be based off the same style. Like, are we gonna be okay here at the Heritage? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. actually, you know what? Like, cause uh, I was overthinking this. Like, I do everything else. So, um, <laughs> uh, for the cut and everything like that, what are you guys thinking? Have you guys talked about this yet, or no? No. I think it's gonna be a little lower because you know, obviously, COVID shit and uh, you know. So, so funny thing, yeah. and I'll give you a little inside work here. They, uh, because Heritage was obviously shut down for the same amount of time as everybody else, they had a major overhaul of all their back ends and a lot of work done. And I heard their pinfall is actually pretty ridiculous. I think Justin Langrock posted a something on Facebook. He shot 980 or no, 1045 or something like that. Yeah. Now, was, that was that no tap or not? No tap. It was no. Oh, tap. it was no tap. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, I saw that number. Is like that. Like good for him for his first week back at bowling. Like that. Uh, that was unreal. Yeah. But I was like, mm, is that? Yeah. But uh, there's a bunch of no taps there. Yeah. Okay. So there are But that, that's still. That's still awesome. Who, who's just ahead of you, Mitch? Adam, are you not? You're not in, Adam. No, I, I skipped the tournament though. Oh, what did you not play? Oh, you. Oh, that's right. You had Braxton soccer, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I missed the tournament too. Don't complain. I miss the tournament every year. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why did it take you so long to clue into that? Wait, I missed one too. Yeah, <laughs> Mitch, you made money anyways that weekend. I, I did all right that weekend. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, no, and, and I, I'm I'm just kind of curious because like I think last year what was our cut at Heritage it was like 2200. No. It was, it was a high 21, wasn't it? It was, it was 21 something. Yeah, it was, it was still pretty big. Yeah, it was a big one for Heritage. Like, considering, you know, long lasting years of Heritage being a low 21, high 20, it was a pretty big cut. And we were yeah. talking like 180 entries last year. I mean, I think this year you're going to be something, well, just by looking at that sheet, we're going to be somewhere around the 140, 150 range. Yeah. I, I, I mean, uh, I know I remember last year I had to. I was just talking about this with uh, John Callen the other day that I had to steal Timmy's line at um, at Heritage last year to play it there. So maybe those disgusting power chops won't happen when you throw like 12 kilometers an hour. <laughs> that, that's always the hardest part. Those power chops just drive me up the wall. Just the too much oil. Yeah. 2104 was the cut last year. 2104. And I, that was, like I said, that's pretty high for the scoring that it is like that, you know, obviously the top players are all there. Uh, the oil, you guys can all talk about the oil and everything like that, but the set, you know, if you're putting it where you want it, you should still be able to score. Obviously, there's times there where it doesn't always work that way. 
but um, I'm looking more towards like a lower cut. Like I, I, I truly think that the players who are maybe a fringe player who are looking to play a tournament right now, like who looking to take their next step and go play that higher caliber tournament, they should be taking those extra spots that are still there. I just messaged Cindy today and I told her, put me on the two shifts that aren't full because I got to play, I, you know, I, I got to play whatever. Cause I don't know if I'm going to be, you know, tip top shape enough the first shift to make it there. And so yeah. I hope, I'm hoping obviously I am, you know, and I'm going to go in positive, but I need something, but any of those players that are looking to take that next step right now, this is like the perfect opportunity for them because the cut I don't think is going to be as high as normal. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, you're you're definitely not going to have all the all the caliber players there because obviously there's the situation going on and stuff like that. But like with the pinfall difference and stuff, it might be around that 2000, 2050 somewhere in there. It could be. Do Do you think it's the old the old like before the tours around the cut like there used to be like. It almost reminds me of like that, like the old way. Remember, it was like I don't know. That, that's Just not praying like, for two thousand because that should be good. Jerry, those two fifty players would be all right. But you get my point. You get, you get my point. Remember when back when we used to play when it was like uh, maybe I still think you're going to have a, a really good showing there, right? But I mean, uh, not saying the caliber isn't there, but the caliber isn't there. Like it, well, the numbers are. The numbers okay. are, it's just simple math, right? Like, you know, we can only have a max of 240 entries, and you know all those entries on there are double shifted. We're going to be somewhere around the old numbers. Remember that? Like, you know, when you guys first came over, yeah. 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 So, I mean, I think the numbers have now we, – we're going to have actual science on the fact that numbers before, numbers pre-COVID, and then numbers, like, after COVID stuff and everything like that, we're going to be back to where we were. And you know what? If you can get 150 entries in a cash tournament – during a friggin' pandemic, I think that's pretty good. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, that would be pretty sweet. Um, I think if, if we're at that 2050 range, I remember Regina, um, you know, when I first started coming back in 2010 or 2011, whatever it was, cut was only like 2060. I mean, I'd be walking in there and you're thinking, okay, like this is a no-brainer. Like you're going to make it at 2060, you know, and then as the years go on, you know, it starts getting to that 22, 22, 20, and you're like, okay, I don't care how good you are. It's so tough. You need a right? good day. Yeah. yeah, I think it's going to be uh, I think it's gonna be really good for those players. Like I said, they're looking to take that next step. Hopefully right now they take that opportunity. Yeah, I think, I think the biggest factor for those fringe guys is that uh, most of the pros are not going to be, you know, seasoned right now. Absolutely. Nobody's coming in really sharp. You're going to have a few guys that are out there practicing a few times a week and all that. Uh, now that the, the, there's still plenty of name talent out there, and that that's why I still think there's going to be big scores, especially you know giving a few of these uh, these bowlers two or three shift opportunities. Uh, I still think your your top forty, your top sixty are still going to be right in the mix. Uh, yeah, it could very easily be you know twenty sixty, twenty seventy, somewhere like that. But I, I still think it's 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 going to be significant. It's not going to get down to two thousand. No, yeah. no, I, I don't agree with that. I, I agree with that, Adam. Absolutely, but I would be willing to put a wager on it. That I wouldn't be over twenty eighty. So um, I was I was wrong on the cut. I was going. I went back to find the uh, the stats, and that's that's from two years ago. That wasn't from last year's. The new, the last year's sure. stats are not on the website. So are they on the WCBT Facebook site? Which yeah, I it'd be on it'd be on Facebook from way back, so we'd have to scroll through that. Uh, that being said, there was 165 entries 
um, that year, and that was the cut of twenty one oh four. Two yeah. years ago. Two years did we, ago. Did we get to two hundred last year? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I thought so. I thought so. So two hundred in May, and now we're looking at a buck fifty, buck even if we had a buck forty, right? In August of a pandemic, that's like I said, it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because I mean, what, what did um, what did Bayshore get so last the summer? Twenty ninety five. Which which is still which is still great for the summer, right? Oh yeah, it's, like, it's that, all things too, right? Right. So exactly. So like that that's a, that's a great number for the summer. But then you add in a pandemic. I think one hundred and fifty is a, is an absolutely incredible number for sure. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And so, um, what, Gary? Go ahead. Right. The cut was twenty ninety five in two thousand nineteen. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's that's really well. It's a tougher house, man. Like it, it always. Oh has yeah. Been, right? I know it's a tougher house. I just I just remember it being bigger. I don't know. Maybe yeah. They're they're all Mitch. It's all right. They're all easy. Everything I remember everything bigger. Yeah. Just, just because Mitch, just because you were top qualifier last year doesn't mean everybody else shot really good. Was I? Twenty three twenty eight. Timmy, thanks, buddy. Thanks for your shitty line. <laughs> hey, wait, that, but, did he, but he didn't make it past the thirty twos though. Yeah. Because no, because I beat you in that in uh in in the oh, brackets. That was, that was the sixteens. I remember because I tried to put my foot through the ball return in the sixteens. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I yelled a C bomb in front of my girlfriend at the time. Her parent, her grandparents were there. It was a good time. <laughs> that, that's the first time I've heard you filter yourself today. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, we, we have a question from the chat just for you, Jeffy. Um, does throwing with the wrong hand give you a mental edge over your opponents? Well, it totally does. No one plays it like ten pin, right? No one plays the line, so I get the fresh lane the whole the whole tournament. I'm not gonna worry about anybody else. Although I throw a hook, so it never really make a difference. And, and you throw the ball same way, you guys. Yeah, you throw the ball hard enough, it barely moves on the lane, anyways. I get some break on it. <laughs> You won't in Red Deer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Valid. No. Uh, what's the next yeah. topic here? Well, so what have you been doing besides just golfing, Mitch? I golf. Nothing. That's about it. No, like, obviously, uh, there's nothing really we can do, man. I mean, you know, uh, we don't have bowling, obviously, right? And uh, I would, I would go throw games. You know, I would. I've, I just they're, they're not open. Um, yeah, like honestly, man, like you, you really can't do anything here right now. Still, you you can go golfing. Um, that's it. That's really it. Yeah. That's literally it. Like that's we it. Know, like, well, we know, what, we know what Jeff's been doing. He's been hanging up those sweet monitors up on his wall. Yeah, hey. I, I, no, I am doing a rental in my backyard right now. Hey. Get in on that. <laughs> That's actually pretty sweet, though, eh? Are you watching Cake Boss? No. <laughs> what is that? It's throttle. No, it's just just the uh, a, a car video on YouTube. Oh, nice. I was going to totally troll you guys. I was just going to put five pin uh, you know, podcast them on all the TVs in the background and just not say anything, but <laughs> at least you'd have a viewer. I held off. <laughs> yeah. 
other, other than that, like, yeah, I, I, obviously I'm doing a rental in my backyard right now, but uh, actually I had this crazy idea. So Jeffy messages me um, right when he's selling, right? And uh, he goes, you know, I might have some lanes available or whatever. So again, overthinking. Um, I start debating on how much it would be to put a set of lanes in my backyard. What's that? Sorry, Jeff. So with machines as well. Yeah. Machines, lanes, like put it in a scene container, put it in my, my, on my drive. My driveway is, uh, from my back to my front is something like a hundred and it's like 108 feet or something like that. So I was like, I could, I could do this, man. And you know what it was. So I'm 13 feet across on my driveway all the way back. I'm like, I could level this out. I could put the C container here, get the things built in on the bottom, get monitors from up top. And I'm like, screw the backyard. Fuck it. I don't need to sit anywhere. I could just, you know, like, I could just have a couple boy alley in my, in my, lane, my, my backyard. Right. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking how much is going to cost me. So I start looking stuff up. I start figuring it all out. And it was going to cost me like 45 grand to do everything. Like to get the C container built in properly with the heating involved, electricity, uh, everything. And I'm like, well, I mean, my backyard is supposed to cost me 35 anyway, so what's the difference? You know, I mean, <laughs> 10,000. 10,000 is the difference. I know, like, I'm still thinking about my dad. I call my dad up and my, my dad, I got this idea, right? And he goes, okay, let's hear it. And he goes, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Why don't you do that on Snapchat? I love your dad's Snapchats. My dad, yeah. The Jimmy Show is fun. The Jimmy Show. You know, <laughs> You know what? At this point, you could have probably made money and made it back, but having your league on those sets for sure. <laughs> you know, I was, I was thinking about that coming onto this podcast. I'm thinking, you know what? If I would have had two lanes, I could have had people come over for league night. We could have no social distancing. Was we're like a rogue league. We're a rogue center. You could have yeah. sold. You could have sold. You could have sold beer, right? You could have exactly. made. You could have made burgers. Yeah, sweets on a Friday night. We could have. We could have done so much. You know, and I just I let that opportunity just slide away. And I, I gave we gave you a smoking hot deal on those lanes. Yeah, they, they were going to give me a really good deal, actually, guys. It was uh, it was very lucrative. The, the I worst part for myself. The worst part is you would have got Couchman in there and would have ruined it all. So I just know <laughs> you probably made the right decision. Yeah, that kid's a mess. You know, he just <laughs> drinks himself to death. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how his uh, side of reviews are going over, but his views are going down really fast. So. Uh, <laughs> He definitely quit his hobby. Yeah, he definitely did. <laughs> uh, let's continue on that train of thought. Uh, what do you guys think of the the Five Pin Universe podcast and how it's grown since you guys were first on over a year ago? I think I think it's great. You know what I mean? Like you still, still I know there's a little bit of a wall there. The last, uh, yeah. Oh, my, my house? Yeah, I'd have you over bread. We'd play some LB, you know, have some drinks. Anyways, so um, I really think it's grown great. The last couple uh, weeks have obviously been a lull because, you know, there, there, there's we're, we're reaching for things to talk about. But I'm really happy to see that, like, the tournament season is going to be coming back now. And we have things to talk about. And when this and when the next tournament's over, we're going to have topics that are, you know, just like they were before. Okay, this person made the cut. This person won the tournament. This this interesting fact happened. You know, the center was ran perfect because you know it's going to be. Um, uh, but I've always listened to it. Uh, the last month, I'll, I'll be honest, like I I hadn't really listened as much. Um, and but before that, if I couldn't make it off of the live podcast, I would always listen to it on Patreon. So if you guys aren't Patreon members, still you guys should still support Patreon and support Five Pin Universe. It's two bucks a month. 
make sure you know if you're doing it great if not you should be doing it right now uh it's only two bucks Kerry. you lied to me <laughs> there's a tag that's way three dollars out of it it's american money american money it's like 2,000% markup. Um, yeah. So I, I really do feel like you guys do a great job. And, you know, you've gotten immensely better with the questions that you ask and the way you interview somebody, the way you guys all flow with your talk. It, 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 it's gotten way better over the course of 69 Except episodes. Except for mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. It, I kind of echo those same sentiments. It's, it's, uh, it's been pretty cool to see, um, you know, the growth of the podcast and it's uh i mean it's great that you got you know guys like mitch or myself that you know pop on every once in a while but at the same time you you know you're kind of you're reaching out and you're uh you're you're interviewing some some people that the bowling community might not necessarily get a chance to listen to and i think it's really important that they do get listened to um i mean mitch can attest that one of my biggest things um, in the past few years anyway, is that uh, I'm really harping on the sport to promote its stars. And uh, you guys do a really good job of that. And I don't think our sport does a good enough job. And um, you guys are an exception to that to that problem for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that like I said, that's kind of the whole point of this whole podcast is to get people reaching out and we're lucky enough to get you guys on um, guys off the far coast and the West coast. And we get a good mix and we've had some legends on, which is uh, a struggle and a half sometimes with technology, but still they're willing to try and they're willing to be a part of it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still absolutely. Have, still have Shane Chafe. Still have Shane Chafe ducking us. We were trying to get him for 69 episodes now. And we screwed up one platform to sell more jerseys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I told him I was going to send him a screenshot of my bank account today. <laughs> guy trying to steal all my money. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say, Mitch? Um, I, I, going back to the stars thing, you know what? I actually had a thought the other day because they're talking about the Masters for golf, you know, coming up soon. And I got to thinking, it's like, how come, you know, okay, so when you win the TPC, you know, your picture goes up on the wall, and it's great. Like, they do remember the champions. And sometimes when you're at, like, a, a an open nationals, they'll say, okay, these previous winners won. Please stand up. And they'll announce your name. They do small things to make it for past champions or such. But, you know, with golf, like, you know, they do the green jacket, and the previous winner would, like, present that person with the green jacket. Maybe, like, you know, considering, like, the stars and the history of the game, like, a lot of people don't remember who won last year's tournament for whatever the case may be. It's because, you know, we're all quote unquote professionals. We all think we can beat that guy on any given day. And, and that is the truth. But that guy had his moment for one time. Maybe, you know, we bring up the past champion to do certain things like hand over the next championship or whatever the case may be, you know, say so, when's the TPC, you might get that shirt, but like, okay, well, you know, now that shirt, that same standard shirt that's been sent to one man, we're going to hand it off to the next guy. I'm glad you're saying that about the WCT because, I mean, if it was club tour, I was just going to give yourself a jacket. No, I I agree on that. I mean, like, uh, I don't know if you know the Masters, uh, the previous winner, like, for example, 
So uh, last year was Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods was the previous winner, right? I think it was. And they didn't yeah. play Masters this year. So so Tiger Woods actually goes and he actually has the, – the winners have um, a champion's dinner. So all the previous champion's dinners go and they make their own dinner beforehand too, right, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Brett's just a freaking troll. He needs to shut it sometimes. <laughs> it, he wasn't trolling. It was uh, Nathan. No, he said it no, from the beginning. No. Yeah. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. it has more depth than Berta yeah. or Southern Ontario. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, I agree with you, Mitch. I, 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 that's something kind of cool. Like, it'd be neat to have something like that. Um, I mean, even, even if it was like the tour finals, it'd be kind of cool like that, right? Yeah, uh, the, the tour finals yeah. would be something neat with that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, something cool. And I'm like, I understand, like, you know, with TPC, you and your family, you guys do a lot of work and you guys um, put a lot into it. And and Tim, like, I know when I see your updates all the time, um, that it just shows that you guys do so much work. So you guys do deserve to hand off that trophy and you guys deserve to give it to the champion of whatever year, you know, including last year where Dexter lost in the finals. But, um, you know, it was, it was nice, you know, that he might have handed off that trophy. Right. But <laughs> anyways, sorry. I'm going to keep it serious. That, that, all right. I, I, I destroyed you in the 32. So whatever. I'm okay with it. Yeah, you did actually. And then Adam, your prior, you know, I had a broken hand and all, but he beat me. So <laughs> your, your, your hand wasn't the issue. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the serious, serious conversation is like, uh, you know, you guys do deserve to hand off that champion's uh, prize because you guys did do so much work. I just think maybe something else extra along with that to, to memorize something that who, the person who won the year prior, just to show some of the history, right? Yeah. And, like, I mean, we don't always have, like, a whole ton of people who have previous winners playing in the events, too. I mean, you see all the time when, like, people are teeing off in these tournaments, like, hey, you know, past champion or whatever like this. We could do those and even in our announcements if we know what those people are playing and say, hey, on whatever, on, on lane three, we've got, you know, not mid, well, it's, you know, you know, one of the past winners over there being Adam Weber being, yeah, you know, 2018 winner Adam Weber on lane three, whatever, and announced that at, at the shifts too. Well, um, weren't, weren't they doing that? I, I, I want to say Regina. Regina right? usually does. Regina, yeah. yeah. Right, that that yeah. should be a thing. Anybody who is absolutely, shift, I, I do definitely think that should be a thing. Yeah, and, and that's totally fair. Just truthfully, by the time that that stuff's rolling around, we got so much other stuff for, for flying sure. in all directions. I don't even think about it. But we we and just got to so put hard. we just got to so put it in our announcements ahead of time so we know. Yeah, you guys are bowling too, right? Like it's so hard because you know you watch any other association, uh, even in bowling sometimes where it's like the O five or or the A five in your case. I know you guys are still bowling because Tim's the president, and um, but a lot of our O five. Uh, representatives are not bowlers; like they're not competitive players. Um, so they'll be at our tournaments and they'll be doing things, but you know they don't go the extra mile either. You know sometimes, and I, I've been, you know, I've I've told them obviously the way I am, right? I've had conversations, I've said things, <laughs> but I think you know I, I do think we could do a better job on uh, that one. But you guys do a, the best job of the whole country in the WCBT, and I. And I've said that since day one. I've said that since, you know, 2010 when I went to my first one for 10 years. So um, I'm happy to go there. I'm happy to be there. I'm happy just to, you know, socialize with you guys. But uh, that would be a way to showcase our stars. Absolutely. 
I totally agree. Yeah, like, and the the WCBT when they do their promotional videos, like they showcase the stars there as well, right? Uh, whether it be from the west or the east, uh, you know, they do showcase it just as long as you're a member, and 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 even sometimes if you're not a member, they actually do showcase you, you know, and and that should show you people who aren't members that they do care about the whole broadcast of the game and the and the whole broadness of the game, right? So that's that's what I think. Yeah, obviously, like uh, being a part of the WCBT and stuff, they try and promote their membership because that's that's a huge priority. But it's not always a member that wins the tournaments. Um, prime example: Matt Schultz winning Regina um, a couple of years before that. Brad Mullins winning Regina, right? Like you, you have those outliers that either don't want to be a part of the membership or they don't make the other tournaments. So what's the point of spending the extra cash? But you you still have to showcase those those players because they're they're part of the sport. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, we obviously know Brad Mullins and Matt Schultz are top players in the game, right? Like they, you don't have to be a WCBT member to be, to be considered one of the best. And we know that. Um, but to be considered, you know, I, I, to be considered the best, you have to dedicate yourself enough to, uh, to go all in on everything. That's, that's the way I've always considered it. And, you know, I've always said, in the last couple of years, yeah, I've, I've admitted that Adam, you know, would be better than myself. Um, but, you know, he's he's dedicated himself to every tournament too. You know what I mean? When he plays at WCBT, he's the he's the most dedicated. But I've always looked at myself and trying to be the most dedicated to play every single tournament I possibly can to try to win these. To show, you know, to to prove to myself that I can be the best. Mitch, I want to refer you to uh, the hints for the mystery guest here in the bottom right that says. Uh, mm-hmm. Best inch for inch bowler in Canada. No one. You you should you should see the list of things that we came up with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What else do we have? This is a no whole four podcast. Uh, it, it's uh it's the small world is his walkout song. Uh, <laughs> glass hands. Yeah, 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 glass rest. Okay, so hold on. So as when you say walkout a song, nothing could be worse than when I walked out to back to back by Drake and I lost in the first round of the invitation, okay? So nothing could be worse than that. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever Len comes out to. That's pretty that's pretty bad too. Hard hard to be humble. <laughs> sure. Hard to be humble, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, did Scott, what did Scotty say there? I didn't read it. I'm sorry. Oh, no worries. He said, uh, don't think it means you're not as good. Oh, as well, good if you don't. Know, really. Obviously not, you know. Oh, you're uh, absolutely right, Scott. No, yeah. it, it takes It takes a lot of time and money and commitment to it uh, to play everything on the tour for sure. Uh, that doesn't mean there aren't a lot of phenomenal players that just don't have the opportunity. No, but – the idea is those are the players that need to be spotlighted because they are the ones spending all the cash, all their time to do that kind of stuff. And uh, if you don't promote it, if you don't highlight them, the, that portion of the sport goes away, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I truly think you need to dedicate yourself to be considered the, like, considered the best. Mm-hmm. And if you're not playing the tour, if you're not pl- – like, you know, there is other aspects. There's Masters, there's the Open, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. you want to play everything – but you should be dedicating a good portion of your time towards it if you want to be considered the best. Now, not everybody's like that. You know, some people don't care about being the best. Some people don't care about that. But I know I am. I know that's the way I am. I want to be the best. And, you know, it's, I've never shied away from that ever. I've never said that I don't want to be the best. I've never sugarcoated it. I've always said that's what I want to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so 
um, that if you if you want to play it, you got to play against the best. How, yep. how, do you, how do you feel, Jeff? Trevor Cook. That's a joke to me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Trevor knows. I love Trevor knows. I agree. Like the sentiments that Mitch just put note there. You know, I mean, we always we always kind of banter about you know one bowler in our province that is mm-hmm. you know you know top of the game as well, but he can't commit himself, right? And and uh, and to kind of back that statement is you know like the real like the really good bowlers in our province. You know, he's always in the forefront uh, of our minds, but. For a lot of the bowling population, you know, someone like a Mark Goulet gets forgotten about. And, I mean, he's quiet, but he also he doesn't have the opportunity to get out and bowl, you know, as much as he'd like. And, uh, and, and you know, like, he kind of gets um, not necessarily put in the conversation based strictly on what Mitch is saying. Mitch goes out there and, and applies himself and and uh, is, is bowling in everything he can. So he almost, like, um, you know, he's beating you over the head with the idea that he's the best because he's winning everything he's bowling in and he's bowling everything. You know what I mean? So, um, that's just kind of the, you know, that's just kind of the, um, you know, w- what it's necessary to be, to be named, you know, up the top. But at the same time, like someone like Mark, um, I'm just going off of the Ontario basis anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't look at him as, I don't think anybody in 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 our area looked at him any less because he's not able to bowl anything but except um, you know club tour or whatnot because he's so good you know. We we've gotten one of those guys you guys mentioned him earlier, Brad Mullins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all these tournaments, I, like probably a top five, top ten player in Canada on every any given day, but just nobody he kind of gets lost in the mix. Yeah. Anyone who's a player knows who the other players are. So, yes. you know, like as soon as you say his name, everyone's like, yeah, well, for sure, he's a player. Um, but, you know, going back to the whole promoting thing, you know, guys aside from us that would know that, you know, that have had the experience of, you know, him bushwhacking us in the tournament or something like that, those people that have never had that experience, you know, maybe not necessarily will know who he is, you know. Yeah. I think that's kind of a travesty of the game anyway. You know, guys, like, everybody on this podcast has something that they're, like, you know, known to be, like, one of the top guys. I can start at the top left. Like, Kerry, I know you've, you know, you have a national record in Masters. You have the highest ever average. Dex, you're the top guy right now in Player of the Year. Adam, you've won back-to-back Player of the Years. Tim, you've done two two Masters Silvers in a row, you know, making it to Nationals. But, but, like, making it there and then playing at that highest level is still competitive, right? Jeff, you haven't open national record of averaging 290 and a, and a provincial record of 304. Like, I, I know these things because I follow the game. Mm-hmm. And what? It's hard for a lot of people to, to figure that out, to see that sort of stuff. But I know this whole this whole podcast could be known as, like, one of the best or whatever, or the best at any given time. So it's really hard to put that, that, that um, sort of title on it. Just throwing this out here, just to kind of piggyback your little conversation here. Southern Ontario is doing a wild card team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of cheaters. <laughs> yeah. Place for a bit. That, how do you, that how team could be legit. How do you guys feel about the All Star team scenario? I, I, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, Mitch, Jeff, 
Jeff. I was just saying, for somebody who didn't bowl, didn't try qualifying this year, and and, and knowing some of the other bowlers that also haven't tried tried out, um, it's a great opportunity for sure. I mean, I think you'd be crazy to not entertain the idea that, you know, you take, say, the top six guys, the top six ladies, and, you know, and and see what that puts out in our mixed team. You know, some of the top bowlers in the province never tried out last year, and yeah. they could all be on a team. And, uh, you know, um, I, I do feel like the wild card, I actually, I actually believe the wild card in its first incarnation was a good idea. Um, I feel like it could have been tweaked and not dismantled. Um, I think, um, I mean, we've, Mitch and I have had this conversation uh, several times where, you know, um, in that in particular instance, you know, you're telling the bowlers that are on that team, like, you guys can't win. Because if you win, it's done. Because that it's a good idea until you win. And then it's yeah. a bad idea. And, uh, you know, they qualified first. They didn't win, but they qualified first with sour taste in everybody's mouth. And they, you know, they, they abolished it. And they really all they needed to do was tweak it. I think it would have been fine. Um, I do think it was a great idea. Um, you know, kind of going to this idea now, I mean, it's kind of amplified tenfold, possibly. I mean, it might not be, but it possibly could be an even crazier situation if you can put, like, I mean, Dex was kind of Freudian slip. Like, it's a wild card team. You call them an all-star team. It could be an all-star yeah, team. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's possible. I mean, that's not for sure, just like in, in, a, in a zone qualifying, but, you know, that's, it's possible. So would that wild card team also have the availability to qualify for singles? I don't think so. Because no, I, I, I know that came up when we first uh, talked about this. And, uh, you know, what about the, the qualifiers that were, say, fourth or sixth who do want a shot at singles? Mm-hmm. Why would they not go after one of those top three spots on the wild card team and abandon their team, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know for sure. Like, I've been pretty lax on the whole bowling world in the last little while, so I don't, I've never even really looked too far into the rules. But, I mean, Mitch might have looked into it. I don't know. I, I didn't look into it either, but the from what I remember, they couldn't. But, like, let's uh, – Jeff, you remember this. Like, the origination of the wild card came out, and they screwed it up the first time. And it wasn't because they almost won. It was because they had a, a zone that couldn't fill people, obviously. Oh, no, and- yeah. What I'm saying is that they got abolished because they did so good. That was the biggest complaint from everybody. So they had three guys on that team originally. Like three guys from that zone made a team. Mm -hmm. And then they told them, no, you didn't make the team. Like, no. Yeah, like they had nine guys and five girls. Okay. So what they did was the the three guys that made the mixed team just said, okay, no, no, you didn't make it. No, go qualify with everybody else in the wild card. And these guys from Belleville or what or Bay Quinney are not going to make it. Like, I'm I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm just not. I'm not trying to make it. They, they can't play the wild card. Says so they leave their team, they can't play the wild card. I don't know what he's saying there. Just, but just it, what uh, Adam was saying. That's all. Yeah. So what happened was with those three guys, they had to go play against you know the top guys who didn't make it. So there's 40 guys in Central and another 20 that were from Hamilton or Cambridge and whatever. And, and all those guys are really good players. And now they got to go play 10 games against these guys. They're not going to make that team. And they didn't. So like, they didn't even bother. And they actually lost people the following year. They picked up new ones, but they couldn't get the people that they had before. So what happened, it would have been three guys from Belle or uh, Bay Quinney 
and then they would have had three girls make it as an all or uh, from a wild card team. But instead, they scrapped the whole team and then qualified three guys and three girls. Well, you know, you're you are taking an all star team at that point. And I didn't disagree with the wild card. I just disagreed with the notion of what they did with it because mm-hmm. they should have had if you had seven girls show up. You should only be qualifying for two girl spots. That's sure. just it. Correct. Right, and they screwed up the first time, and this time they have done it in a way to try to, you know, make both sides happy. People who didn't make it, people who didn't make it. And, I mean, so far with the way that our province is doing things in COVID life and the way you guys are doing it is different, right? So, I mean, by your time, you guys should be able to qualify for the Open Provincials. We might not. Yeah. You know, we, we seriously might not be able to qualify. Uh, and yeah. come to that. So, looking back, they probably made the right call. You know, mm-hmm. at first I was pretty upset with it too. Um, I did think they should have restarted. I had a, I have a really good team, but I did think that, uh, and I have, like I said, I have a good cohesive unit for that team. Uh, I like everyone on the team. Do I think they should have restarted? Yeah, I, I do. But looking back now, they probably made the right call. Yeah, it would, to me, the, the biggest surprise was just how quickly that call was made. Like, it was instant. I mean, obviously, with everything going on with COVID, things change constantly. Um, and uh, I was just surprised that, like, it was just an absolute instant decision. And, and and nowhere else in the country has it been that way. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I was just super surprised that it was like, okay, the Open is canceled. Boom, this is what's happening. Well, what I, what I, what I was surprised is we had our we had our meetings and our presidential meetings and whatever, right? And and usually we we kind of like, hey, what are you guys doing? What are your plans? Whatever's and all it's like this, and we kind of keep in contact. We're all on the same page, and then boom, that happened, right? It was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. I mean, it, do you you do whatever you want. I mean, that's your own prerogative. Everybody has their own different scenarios, and. And then I sat back as like, and Dexter started saying, well, what about all stars? Like, and then I thought about it. It was like, okay, Jeff Young didn't play. Okay. Mark Goulet didn't play. Doug Brock didn't make the team. I'm like, oh, that could be just a nightmare. Like that could be just, and then I was like, then they're thinking Adam Weber on all, a wildcard team. Ah, whatever. He, he, he's he's not a team player anyway, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> Alberta, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You guys know as well as I do, that could very well happen. And you know what? If that is the case of a team, don't like, I don't act like when we're playing against Central, when we're playing against Bobby, Jim, Wade, Doug, like all those years we're playing these stacked teams, anyways. What's the difference? You know, that's the way I look at it. We beat these teams before with, and Jeff, you've been on these teams with me before. You know, we beat these teams that are better than us and we beat them. So, but I'll also say though that not everyone thinks like we do though. No, you're right. That is true. They do. They do think they see a name on paper, and then all of a sudden it's game over, and that's just bad, bad, bad thought process, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and so it's all well how you take it, because I, I do, I do believe that 80 percent of them are going to take it bad when they see like some stack team, yeah, maybe. But you know what? It, it is what it is. COVID happened, man. It can't stop the pandemic. So I do agree with everything. With the same. So yeah. the, the biggest thing, sorry, the one thing I want to say really quickly is that when this do, does to come to fruition and you have this tournament that the people that make that team, just just don't show hate to them. The people that are listening, just just don't, this wasn't their choice. They were given an opportunity, take it, just, 
if they do well, don't don't begrudge them. They, yeah. They're just taking the opportunity given to them, right. No, show show hate to Jeffy. I mean, screw, <laughs> screw that guy. Um, what Dexter he, really meant is be better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, actually, you know what? I do have a question for Mitch. A um, couple of podcasts ago, we had we were fortunate enough to have uh, uh, a legend out in Ontario. Jim Head was on, and he can you tell us about him running that seven bagger against you to beat you out in the open? Sorry, I want to see that. Since I've been to seven, no, see Bobby. You know, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to. I want. I'm gonna answer that in a second. But see, Bobby, here's the thing: you have been essential for quite some time, and there was two years you actually didn't even make it that we won. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just pointing that out. I'm just, I mean, I'm just pointing out the obvious that you've been to Central for a couple of years, but there was two years, you know, you weren't playing in the provincials. I just don't know where you were. I couldn't see you, couldn't find you, couldn't talk to you. Don't know where. Anyways, so Jimmy, what was the question? I'm sorry, I was. Too I don't know. Jim, Jim mentioned about he he uh, ran a seven bagger to beat you out one game. Yeah, they always remember the times that they win. They always forget about the times that they lose. <laughs> That's how you become a legend. That's how you become a legend. You just talk about times you win, you know, because I've never <laughs> won before, apparently. That, that was one of the other <laughs> one of the other facts we we're going to put up for you there, Mitch. Uh, you went 0 for 10 against me in the pins game at WCPT. <laughs> okay. But, uh, <laughs> What's yeah, that? That's right, That's right, Bobby. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes. Did I not make the next round? You you did. You yeah. did. Yeah. You handed me this. Did, did you ten and oh, uh, turn, turn this in. I'm too goddamn embarrassed to hand this in. <laughs> so I handed it in, and then you went one nine. That the next match this weekend. You you, you 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 wait. Uh, if I remember correctly, you beat Ryland this weekend, right? And then yeah. Ryland kicked your ass at the Invitational. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure that. Uh, okay. got That's right. I remember, I remember saying in the text, I'm like, I got to win 18 points or <laughs> something like that. And, then, and I go, I go eight and then nine and I got 17. I'm like, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. And then I ended up making it. <laughs> yeah, but Wylan got his revenge for a grand. He beat me by for much more. Oh, he, well, he, he whooped you. He didn't beat you. Oh, he didn't win me. I thought I would have 50 frames, okay? Like, let's not forget about this. Okay, let's not tell the story the way it's... Let's tell the story it's supposed to be told, Tim. It's ridiculous. I was down and out, okay? He had me by the throat, and then all of a sudden, he started missing a couple times, you know? I was like, all right, this kid, you know, he's he's buckling. And then all of a sudden, he threw a four-bagger, nine and ten, game four, and I, and I had him... I, uh, game, 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 game one and two. You're coming over to seven and eight, like Gino two point oh, whining your little little wine, like wine, wine, wine. I was, it was just upset. Okay, yeah, I'm playing for a grand, and here I am playing, throwing like a buck ninety game one. I'm like, you're pathetic. You're a loser. You know, I, I don't have myself. Jesus Christ. I was ready to go play VR instead. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you know you know how it is, right, Tim? Like when I play yeah. you for a grand, huh? You know how it is when I play you for a grand, right? Like sometimes you come out on top, sometimes you don't. <laughs> did I play you for? Did I play you? Yeah, the year before when I beat you in the semis. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't even remember. That's all. Uh, Tim uh, doesn't remember half the uh, stuff that goes on. Tried, so. tried not to remember all the losses. Oh no 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 no! That was, that was a year before. Yeah, I beat. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. You, because you almost had the, the 24, yeah. you almost ripped the three pin out and just lost like how you lost to Gary Ham. No, no, it was just like that because you almost lost. Yeah. You ripped the three pin, you're like, I'm going to lose this. It's like I lost to Gary Ham. You looked at me yeah, like that. Right. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gary Ham won, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You just joined BS. Lenny, only you do that, buddy. And you love the pedal. You just crush me all the time. It's like 20 grand gone. Go home. He goes, you loser. Go back four rounds over. You suck. So uh, since this has turned into straight trash talk for the last, <laughs> for the last uh, ten minutes, uh, kind of on the same sort of topic here, uh, we started we started doing um, a question that Adam brought out last week. You guys have all done our guest, guest questions already, but uh, we were uh, asking about obscure facts about yourself. Some some something really weird that you have accomplished in the bowling game that you may not think of and, and since we're remembering absolutely everything that's happened in bowling right now i feel like this might be a great time to ask that question jeff you started i got I, I do have a good one um so we used to do uh uh mark 10 in masters before the masters tournament started every every round so uh so we were going waterloo lanes one year and uh and you got 10 shots for the first tournament. The 10th shot was the left corner. Second tournament was the right corner. Had been whatever. Anyway, um, I went up and I uh, I went to shoot left corner. First ball. Left corner. Took out the right corner for aces. They actually had to stop to find out if it was valid because I didn't hit it clean. Voted that it was okay. <laughs> Press the reset button, shot the right corner, took out the left corner with it for easy. <laughs> that place that wasn't was, easy either to do that. That, that was awesome. Awesome. crazy. That's uh, all I, I guess I got I got a standard one. I don't know about like a, like a funny one or anything like that. But um, my perfect game, I have thirteen strikes in. <laughs> a one on the I, wrong lane. I went on the wrong lane and <laughs> and I drew a strike. And that, yeah. What did you and do then, before you threw the perfect game? Oh, oh yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was a six six game tournament. Oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah, <laughs> six game tournament. Uh, they did it like the, in the summer, so like a bunch of Duckman players came up and played it was in like oh, close to niagara falls actually so they could make like a weekend out of it and uh so after three games i had like i don't know mid mid eight and it was always a, it was a really good scoring center like super good yeah it was strictly three falls super good scoring center so i had like a mid eight it was only like i said 30 35 players it wasn't money but they were only taking like eight to go in the cut or something like that so uh my fourth game i throw like a buck 70 or something buck 60 or something i was terrible and I go outside. Oh, really, Jeff? Uh, I I I, uh, <laughs> I I go outside and I take my shoes and I throw them across the street, right? And I and I'm like, oh, fucking loser! You're an idiot! Blah 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 blah. And I'm I'm, I'm pacing back and forth, and I and I uh, I walk across the street to get my 
get my shoes, my sliding shoe landed in dog shit. (laughs) (laughs) So so here I am trying to wipe it off on the grass, and here I am just like trying to like flip it all off and everything like that. And uh, yeah, it's a perfect game. How's that you, not part of the original story? Yeah, exactly. A unique, <laughs> like, random part. fact. Oh, yeah, that that's hilarious. That might be the yeah. best one yet. That would be a random fact, I guess, about me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Here, well, Play better with dog talking, shit on your shoe. I, I got one extra question you guys probably didn't ask on that, too. If uh, either of you had a chance to challenge anybody past or present, who you haven't played against, who would it be? Jeff, you can go. Oh, put me on the spot first, eh? (laughs) I would probably say Lloyd Omerad. For myself, um, when I just first started really getting into bowling, he was kind of near the the end of his career. And, um, you know, where Mitch and I grew up, um, you know, Lloyd is an absolute legend, and uh, I just would have really enjoyed, uh, you know, to see what um, what his game was really like, especially in his prime. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I could go the standard answer, and, and it would be easy for me to say this, but like Frazier in his prime. It, I, the thing about Frazier was, like, when I was first coming up, and, like, still to this day, like, everybody knows me, knows my attitude, knows the way I am, like, you know, and, and a lot of people have just pretty much accepted it over the last, like, say, 10 years. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, Frazier kind of always did. Like, he'd always talk to me like I'm a normal human being instead of, like, ripping the shit out of me because of my attitude. So he would always talk to me. We'd talk bowling, and, you know, it was a great time. Um, but you know what, right now, like, I want to be, I want to be at my, pri- like, oh, I, I have been at my prime, you know, the last, like, couple of years as well, but I want to be, like, fresh and going into it and everything like that, like, mentally prepared and just playing, like, overall the way I know how to play and I want to play Adam again, I really do, and I want to get that W because I, it eats me inside a lot, a lot, like, you know, I, knowing, like, how well I was playing that day, like just all hyped up on drugs and alcohol, and I swear to God, I could, I should have won that game. And you know, I, and it eats me alive. So that <laughs> is the one that I want to play. And you know what? Like we could all say, like again, I've said this before. We could all sit here and say who's the best is, but like De- Dex has really been like you know coming up big time the last year and a half, like a couple of years for sure. But the last year and a half has just like really been crazy. So, but Adam, that's the one I would like to play present. Right now, if I had to pick somebody, I'm going right now. That's right. Let's set it up. Your backyard. Yeah. <laughs> you got that seat can going? Yeah, the seat can party. Seat can center. All right. Well, the, I, I know, Mitch, we, we've talked about this kind of privately as well. And I, I, I talked to the, the, the podcast crew about it a little while back. Just so it was not the right time. But, well, after getting called out like that, maybe, maybe now is the right timing. Yeah, uh, let, 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 let's set up a super high stakes match. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do it at like say 2022. So we've got like two, two years to, to, to prep for it. To roll up your investors. F- f- figure out what it is. Hey, you know, you know, what's you want, hey, you want, you want to go 10, 10K, 20K? You, you tell me what you want to do. 
And well, we'll I was thinking we gave it to somebody else to put the number out, but you know, like we'll just—I guess we're just gonna throw up like a big number, like twenty k. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I got him. He's gonna be forty-two. I mean, yeah, I, I got age on my side. I'm like I'm thirty. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. Good. Remember your glass. <laughs> my back is always broken. My friggin' hand sucks. I don't even know. I, you know what, Adam? I would, I would love to do something like that. I mean, cha- a charity match. There we go. We could do so it for charity. You're, you're backing out already. That, that's where I feel this. <laughs> no, but I think there's more people that could be involved in the in the match than just me and you. I've, I, you know, and I love that idea. I really oh. would. Robert offered ten thousand dollars, guys. Yeah, he's well, throwing it. Thank, thank you, Robert. Thank you, Robert. Part line. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. Generous. Yes. Seventy-five, twenty-five. That sounds pretty good, guys. I'm like Floyd Mayweather too, so there's got to be black bases. That has to happen. Um, I. I would love to see it where there's like, to be honest, Adam, I would love to see it where I know Jeffy was talking about this with like, um, with Mitch about the U S open style. I would love to see it, Adam, where there's like eight of us, eight of us, but invite only. Mm-hmm. And we're talking 10 grand, 80 of a, eight of us. And we play each other, say Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, two times a day. We play 14 games. You know, and I'm not saying you have to give up the whole, like, you know, a whole center or whatever. Like, they can still have, like, a, a public on the side or whatever. But I think $80,000 speaks more than twenty. You know, obviously, the number. But I think that there's eight people deserving of being in that, in, in that match. I, I don't disagree, okay. but you, you just called me out personally. So, I want to say we go to the past. Like, fucking 10 minutes ago, and now you want to bring this up again. No, no, I, I love that idea, but the uh, Sunday before, I want to match against you. I, I, I'm I down for that. We could do something nice like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys will be all, like, lit up by some white substance. Yeah. <laughs> Baking soda? Wow. <laughs> if you want to do that like we could do something like that for like what you know if we did want to do that like a number whatever it is I, I i would be in i would be in we could we could put it on the wcv2 tour we could do whatever you want I, but and i would be in but i do think like a, a big eight person one would be amazing no i, I agree with that 100 percent yeah. No, I, 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 that's just, hey, you asked me the question. You asked me the question, who you would I like to play? And I said, I, I said, Adam, you know, and, and, and maybe that's just a testament to uh, to yourself, Adam, you know? There you go. No, I, I appreciate that, man. Likewise. <laughs> Are you guys done blowing each other now? Yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah, we, we get Mitch on here and it turns into five pin after dark for real. <laughs> hey, you guys don't call me on here for nothing, okay? <laughs> you know, if you guys want real talk, you know, that I'm here for that. I, I will say everything for real. I'll say everything how it went down. No sugarcoating, nothing. That's, that's the best thing you're going to get. <laughs> all right dex let's get this uh raffle off we're gonna oh, raffle off nice. four items from all-star bowling oh, sales um so we'll we'll private message everybody that gets drawn um how many are we doing sorry four okay and i'm just uh i'm just gonna randomize a list 
and then uh, the top four will win? Yep, that works. Okay, sweet. Let me uh, share my screen. I already have it all set up because Carrie was kind enough to uh, send me the information ahead of time. And if you all wondered how you were supposed to get into this raffle, you uh, had to share last week's podcast. And if you didn't, you're not in the raffle. Sorry to say. So there's only 15 names in here. Here they are. All right, we're going to roll the dice. It has to be more than five. All right. Going to randomize it ten times. Uh, different names every time so far. Uh, Lenny, you would have won, but you suck. <laughs> All right. Oh, Lenny. Oh, Len- oh, oh. again. Okay, so final round coming up. There you are. There's your four. Len would have won on the bottom. Yeah, nothing. You got nothing, Len. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll private message those those people with the details on how they can get those uh, those giveaways from All Star Bowling Sales. And uh, just want to thank you guys again for joining us. You're welcome to stay on on the line here while we run our end credits, and uh, we can have a chat afterwards. But thanks again, guys. Thanks, for thanks, that. guys. Always appreciate it. Thanks, boys. See you about episode ninety. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sounds all right. <laughs>